Tim Scott would have you believe that anybody in America who complains about racism or all the other isms that hold back uh, people, not necessarily on an individual basis, but in a more systemic uh, in a more systemic manner, that somehow that is just a a progressive or democratic imagination. We are all we all have equal to success in his book. After all, look at Tim Scott. He was able to get to the Congress and then to the Senate. Look at uh, look at Barack Obama. He was able to become the president of the United States. So therefore, all things are great now. But he forgets. He forgets that people can see. He forgets that people can count. He forgets that we can see people's bank accounts. We can see how the different parts of this society gets ahead or not. I want you to listen to what he had to say when he decided to run as a Republican candidate, and then we'll take it on the other side. And for those of you who wonder if it's possible for a broken kid and a broken home to rise beyond their circumstances, the answer is yes. And for those of you who wonder if America is a racist country, take a look at how people come together. All of God's people come together. We live in the land of opportunity. We live in the land where it is absolutely possible for a kid raised in poverty in a single parent household, in a small apartment, to one day serve in the people's house, and maybe even the White House. <laughs> this, this is the greatest nation on God's green earth. Today I'm thinking back to my grandfather, born in 1921 in Sally, South Carolina, in the Deep South. By the time he was in the third grade, he was forced out of school, his education was over, and he was forced to start picking cotton. But my grandfather lived long enough to watch his grandson pick out a seat in Congress. That's... That's the evolution of the country we live in. My family went from cotton to Congress in his lifetime. And it was only, it was only possible because my grandfather had a stubborn faith. Faith in God, faith in himself, and faith in what America would be. He looked beyond the pain of his present, and he saw the promise of his future. That black man who struggled through the Jim Crow South believed then what some doubt now in the goodness of America. I was seven years old when my parents divorced. We moved in with my grandparents, my mom and my brother. 
we all three shared one bed and one bedroom in that 700-square-foot rental home. But my grandfather said to me, son, you can be bitter or you can be better, but you can't be both. You see, he chose patriotism over pity. He focused on the windshield of his life and not on the rearview mirror. And today, I'm living proof that America is the land of opportunity and not a land of oppression. Well, everything for, uh, for Tim Scott is red, right, red, white, and blue. Great church and Christians, if you just believe in God, work hard, and forget about all the inequities in society, all the drawbacks that you have to fulfill to catch up. If you forget about all of that, things will just be fine. But you know what? Obama responded. Obama thinks differently. And I think we should take a listen to what he has to say. It was in one of the most cogent, uh, most a perfect way of saying it. Let's let's listen to Obama and then take it on the other side. I'm not being cynical about Tim Scott individually. I am maybe suggesting that the rhetoric of can't we all get along and the quotes you made about, uh, you know, from my speech in mm -hmm. 2004 about there's a United States of America. That has to be undergirded with an honest accounting of our past and our present. There may come a time where there's somebody in the Republican Party that is more serious about actually addressing some of the deep inequality that still exists in our society that tracks race and is a consequence of our racial history. And, and if that happens, I think that would be fantastic. I, I haven't yet seen it. Now, what is important for us to realize is that folks like Tim Scott, in other words, a black person uh, pretty much given permission for the status quo. So because he's made it to forget all of those who systemically cannot make it or that poor person in Appalachia, that poor person in Appalachia who is going and working very hard. He's going into the coal mines and he's happy to have that great job in the coal mine. And he gives that rich overlord a pass because I work very hard and and he pays me. He pays me for my work. And if I work hard enough, I just may be, you just may be nothing. It is systemic. Those people who give the wealthy, who give those who wrong others, an opportunity to do so by assuming or by telling other people that, guess what, folks? I made it. I just worked a little bit harder. You can too. You are creating an excuse for the status quo that harms us all. Until we figure that out, understand who is the enemy. Understand that it's just a very select few. That's really creating the problems in society. Things would never change. People like Tim Scott, people like that poor person who allows themselves to be used as a pawn of the system, they are more dangerous than their wealthy 
uh, people who do wrong themselves. They are worse than any treasonist or any traitor could possibly be. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.